Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Silver Savage Podcast. BK here again from my camper. Uh, I guess I've been traveling a lot, so I apologize for uh, not actually taking advantage of our wonderful studio that we have. Uh, I promise I'll get back to it. Uh, but in the meantime, just so you guys know, um, I turned the AC off. I think last week that AC noise was an issue, so I turned it off. But that means that if you see me starting sweating profusely, uh, it is probably because the temperature has risen to uh, 100 or something inside here. But anyways, that aside, I wanted to answer one quick question before I get into today's actual episode. And somebody messaged me recently asking about where they can follow us. Because I, uh, I guess I share this into multiple platforms, but people are not sure what is what. So I'm just going to give you our Instagram handles. Uh, those are the easiest ones. Uh, so if you guys want to write those down, I actually need to check my cheat sheet here because I don't remember all of them by heart. Uh, Silver Savage, obviously our podcast, it is uh, on Instagram again. It's at silver underscore, not a dash, underscore savage 45. So the 45 follows the savage immediately. Silver underscore savage 45. Uh, that is for our podcast. If you want to follow Masada Tactical, which is should for all of our training classes, and additional information uh, it's just masada tactical in one word so no dashes no underscores no spaces masada tactical and for those that want to follow my uh, leadership uh, coaching and consulting uh, company uh, feel free to follow get elevated coaching again instagram at get elevated coaching so those are the three primary uh, Instagram pages that you can follow for more resources and information about what we do from the podcast to training and to coaching. So, uh, all that put aside, uh, we're going to jump into today's episode. And today, I, uh, I actually had a list of topics that I can discuss with you guys. Um, Michael has been very helpful in setting up some sort of uh, format moving forward. But really what I wanted to talk about is routines. And not uh, morning routines, as some people uh, typically think. I'm sure everybody that follows this podcast has, to some extent, a morning routine, right? If you listen to any other celebrity, coach, marketing, business person would tell you that you should have a morning routine. And I don't want to spend too much time on that. I would assume you have one, right? Whether it's a gratitude uh, format, whether it's uh, working out, drinking water, um, reading, learning, whatever it is that you do, um, I'm sure you have that set up. But really what I want to concentrate on is your nighttime routine because I feel that is where a lot of us are kind of wasting opportunities, right? So actually, um, I just finished reading a wonderful book which I suggest you guys uh, read. It is called The Gap and the Gain. Uh, it is by Dan Sullivan and hold on, I will tell you the name of his co-author. Bear me one second while I'm doing that, Audible. Because uh, I say I finished reading, but really I didn't finish reading it. I finished listening to it. Library. Uh, where is it? All titles. The Gap in the Game by Dan Sullivan. And why is it not opening it? Bear me one second. Sorry, I apologize. I know this is obnoxious, but this is important. So, Ben Solomon, uh, Sullivan, sorry, and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Sorry. So, the gap in the game. Uh, 
And I'm going to reference this book a lot today because one of the things they discuss in the book is how um, there's really a golden hour opportunity that we all seem to uh, skimp off too easily and too nonchalantly and really wasting an opportunity and that is the hour before we go to bed. So what you do at night really sets up your next day and it sets up your mood, it sets up your uh, frame of mind and it sets up whatever tasks you willing or wanting to accomplish right um, in advance. If you wake up in the morning and you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do today, you are being reactive. That's the honest truth. Because because when you wake up, you're you're doing your morning routine, and then you check your social media, check your email, and things start popping up, and all of a sudden you're being reactive to all those things. So your to-do list becomes either mundane tasks that are kind of recurring tasks on your to-do list, like for example, paying bills, you know, contacting your marketing department. You know, sending your gratitude text, as I said, or whatnot, um, or you being responsive, responding to uh, those emails or the uh, the little fires that started popping up, right? So your to-do list really becomes um, checking a box more than anything else, and it doesn't really drive you towards any sort of true results. Um, but if I, before I go to bed at night, I make a list of let's say three to five don't make it too big don't make it too small right so it has to be more than one no more than five three seems to be the magic number of things that you want to accomplish the next day right so that way first of all when you wake up in the morning that's already there so regardless of what happens what fire comes up which you will be addressing and so forth those three tasks still have to be addressed because you you pre-committed to them right so you have to do them um, so that keeps you on tasks. Those those tasks also are things that are directly going to drive you or move you forward, move the needle forward. So what I mean by that is, you know, just doing social media marketing, for example, right? We all do it. We all post every day. Is that really going to push my needle forward? Or being more specific as I'm going to send five emails to five contacts uh, because I am trying to get new leads so I can translate those into actual contracts, right? So that, that's going to be a more specific, moving the needle forward, tangible results type thing that I can do, right? If we talk about relationships, right? So talk about your spouse, significant other, your kids, right? What is something, don't just put, I'm going to spend time with my wife, right? Be specific. I'm going to take my wife out on a date. I'm going to go to such and such place and I'm going to take care of everything that has to do with it, right? If it has to do with uh, your own personal development, right? Uh, so you can't just put, I'm going to read a book or I'm going to work out, right? Be more specific. I'm going to read so many pages of such and such book with the intent of learning so-and-so, right? If you're going to work out, then what are you going to work out? How much time are you going to spend working out? And what is the end result of that intended workout? Are you training towards something? Just overall health and wellness or... Um, are you just going through the motions, right? So if you want to actually get tangible results, right, those tasks have to be very specific, right? So that is number one. You are going to be held accountable to those tasks, and those tasks are actually going to drive you and move you forward. The second thing that happens when you uh, spend time writing those tasks for the next day, the night before, is you're actually going to sleep thinking about those tasks, and it's amazing the creativity that comes in 
overnight, right? So first of all, we know the neuromuscular connections um, happen at night, right? We know that our brain processes information at night. So if you learn something today and probably weren't that great at it the next day you'll probably be a lot better at executing the skills you learned the day before because overnight your brain was actually had the opportunity to ingrain those skills really internalize them learn them and then you can actually pull on them or draw on them a lot easier the next day so if i go to sleep thinking of a task for the next day my brain is already processing that right so instead of me waking up let's say monday morning and saying well, I want to send five emails to five contacts, right? So I'm going to use my one of my companies as an example, let's say, our healthcare consulting, right? So I want to reach out to five VPs of five hospitals promoting one of our services, right? So if I wake up Monday morning and I decide to do it, it's going to be very ad hoc. It's going to be very, um, again, I don't want to keep using reactive, but it's not going to be well formulated, right? I'm going to just send an email that I came up with on the spot and I'm going to send those and it may or may not work, right? But if I go to sleep Sunday night thinking, well, tomorrow I'm going to send those five emails, chances are that I'm going to wake up Monday morning with, first of all, excited about it because I already thought what I'm going to be doing, probably have some sort of an outline or formulation in my mind, uh, whether consciously or subconsciously. I've been thinking about it overnight, I've been dreaming about it, and Monday morning I can pull on that creative energy, those creative juices that started flowing overnight and truly implement them um, the next day, right? So we tend to be a lot more creative, okay? And what I mean by creative is coming up with original solutions and plans if we think of something the night before. So the next day we can already implement uh, those actions that we wanted to uh, to accomplish, right? And I will throw a vice versa type of situation. If you don't go with the thought process of stuff you want to accomplish, I don't know if it happens to you. It certainly happens to me. I lose sleep at night. Honestly, I'm being, I get woken up by uh, frustrations and fears. Honestly, bills that have to be paid. Um, you know, a, a deadline that I have to meet, and and there's nothing I can do about it in the middle of the night other than lose sleep and be frustrated over it. And that doesn't help me at the moment. It doesn't help me to solve that problem. It doesn't help me the next day when I'm all tired and all worked out over it, right? So if instead of letting my mind decide for me what it wants to concentrate on, right, which typically is going to be negative things, um, I'm going to set up the plan for the night by already presetting my next day, my next uh, few tasks, right? So I'm guiding my mind instead of letting my mind guide me, right? Night is also an opportunity for me to kind of recap the day, right? How many of us have those to-do lists? We check off for them, we check off, but then we go to bed and not think twice about it, right? What I like to do at night before I go to bed is I go over that list and see what I accomplished and what I didn't, right? And not that I necessarily beat myself over if I didn't get something accomplished but I tried to figure out why I didn't get it accomplished and what can I do in order to get it accomplished the next day so I'm not just waving it off I'm not starting a pattern so I'll tell you for the longest time again a personal example I I find it hard to meditate that's the honest truth I, I know it's important I know it's something I need to do to manage stress there's so many other benefits to it I struggle with it, right? For me to come up with either either uh, 
even six to seven minutes of just sitting in a quiet place with my eyes closed, uh, it's challenging during the day, right? I have kids running around, I have my employees, I'm teaching classes, I'm flying, I'm traveling, all kinds of things, right? So I'm always distracted. Um, and it's always on my to-do list. So every day I see it and every day the day ends and it's still wasn't done. So the next morning I see meditate again and because it's on a repeat, I just check it out for the night before, for the day before, because I know it's going to pop up again today. Um, and that seems to be a cycle, right? So every day I don't meditate, I don't think twice about it, right? But what if, what if I took that time right before bedtime to go over stuff that's really important for me to accomplish, right? And meditation was one of them. And let's say I didn't meditate, right? Let's say I forgot. So first of all, I'm going to try to figure out why did I not? Where was there an opportunity for me to meditate, which I ignore, looked over, did not take advantage of, right? And what can I do tomorrow to make sure that that doesn't happen again? So again, the difference between just a random to-do list and an actual actionable list of tasks to do the next day is all dependent on whether I'm doing it in the morning and being reactive or if I'm doing it at night and being proactive, right? So with meditation, it made a huge difference for me um, identifying the night before. First of all, if I did it, that's awesome. That's a gain. That's a, a win for me. And because I thought about it the night before, I'm more likely to do it because I'll be looking for those opportunities throughout the day to do it, right? But if I didn't for whatever reason, again, don't beat myself up. Just figure out what can I do tomorrow to make sure that it does happen, right? So again, so kind of recapping up to point um, the night before, write your actual task list for the next day. Um, I'm going to refer to them as gains, not my term. It's out of the book, out again in the gap. So again, I highly recommend you read it or listen to it. But what are three gains that I want to accomplish the next day, um, which allows me to a be proactive rather than reactive, allows my brain to already start thinking about it and creating some creative processes for the next day to actually be able to accomplish. I am also able to go over today's gains, gains list and see, well, what did I not accomplish and how can I accomplish that tomorrow? Um, the other thing is it's a great opportunity for you to kind of shut down all of your social media, shut down emails, put your phone on do not disturb or whatever you do and read a freaking book. Um, an actual paper book. You can't read it on your phone either. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of science about how the light from your phone is messing up with your uh, synapses, your brain functions, right? There's all these negative adverse reactions. If you spend the few minutes before going to bed on your phone, that blue light that it emits actually messes up with your uh, circadian rhythm and your ability to get a good night's sleep. Uh, transitioning to an actual book doesn't do it. The books that I read are typically not fiction. They are either biographies, they are self-development books, they are business books. It's an opportunity for me to learn. And again, like I mentioned earlier, whatever you do before you go to sleep, your brain is likely going to process and ingrain overnight. So if I have my gains list for tomorrow and I just read some information that is useful, I hope my brain can put one and one together and realize, well, there are some nuggets here that I just read. This is what I need to do tomorrow, and this is how I can use whatever I just learned tonight to accomplish that task the next day. 
so reading uh, before you go to bed, A, it enriches you. Uh, as a successful individual, whether you're a business owner uh, or not, doesn't matter, as a parent, as a, as a team member, right? Reading uh, is something that's invaluable. You, the knowledge that you gain from books is second to none. I just posted a post recently uh, I did on a few different platforms and I was uh, I was very intrigued to see what people are going to put uh, answer, reply or comment with and I, uh, I was pleasantly surprised about how many people did comment but I posted this is what I'm reading right now and to be honest I typically read about three books at a time um, part of it is just my attention spam um, and it depends really on the style of the writer um, the other one is just maximizing time I read before I go to bed I listen to audiobooks while I drive and, um, and and travel, right? And I have typically a book on my phone that I'm reading as well, um, just because I can access it at any point in time. So I'm waiting for a meeting. I have some dead time. Instead of just surfing social media, I read a book. So right now I'm reading three books. Uh, one of them is The Alchemist. Um, it is considered to be a classic. It's about 30 years old, uh, written by a Brazilian author. Um, it is all about you finding your destination and your internal journey and, uh, and following those, those steps, right? And uh, I'm going to talk in a future podcast about integrity and not just integrity in the sense that we think about to, um, to people around us, right? How to be honest and... Um, not cheat, lie, and so forth, um, but more importantly, how to be uh, in integrity to yourself, how to maintain your integrity to yourself, whether being in relationships, uh, professionally, uh, personally. So I'm going to talk about that probably next week. But that is book number one. Book number two is called The Telemore Effect. Uh, Telemore's, um, not to go into the biology of it, but it is the, think of it as the cap at the end of your DNA of your chromosomes right and as those each cell replicates and DNA replicates and duplicates um, those ends get shorter and shorter and according to this book um, the theory is that the shorter telomere are associated with aging and disease and if we can prevent those from shortening or possibly even lengthening them uh, we can live longer and healthier um, so the f part of it that I read already talks about all the biology behind it and now it goes into the um, the actual processes that uh, you can implement to stay healthier uh, for longer uh, and it includes breathing exercises it includes nutrition supplementation exercise sleep and so forth um, so uh, again very interesting book uh, the last one which really I started two days ago and it's an audiobook that I'm listening and it captivated me to the point that I couldn't put it down and even if I'm driving to the gas station which is literally up the block I'll, I'll play as much of it as I can. It's called Breath. Um, and it's essentially how modern society, we're breathing wrong. Uh, we're a bunch of mouth breathers that is represented in the shape of our uh, mouths and jaws and crooked teeth and bacteria and illnesses and um, how we can correct that by becoming nasal breathers and again, different breathing exercises uh, but really, there's a lot of documented events that the author uh, puts out there that are um, um, that show how breathing correctly would enhance longevity, 
reverse some illnesses like emphysema, like people that were bedridden for months and years, um, really on oxygen, unable to move or breathe on their own. After doing certain breathing exercises, uh, were able to walk around, be off oxygen. One person captained a boat out of Florida. Uh, so real some amazing things with something as mundane, at least in our mind, right? As breathing, something we don't think twice about. So those are the books that I'm reading right now, and I highly suggest you guys read books as well. In general, check these books if you want, uh, but certainly uh, spend time before you go to bed uh, to read something. Uh, you'll be better for it, and the people that you work with will be better for it. So, to make a long story short, uh, pun intended, I challenge you guys to take an hour before you go to bed, Turn off your phone or at least put it on Do Not Disturb. Avoid getting on social media. Spend some quality time with a loved one, with your significant other, with your kids. Uh, it will strengthen your relationships, no doubt. Uh, spend some time reading a book and uh, set up your must-do tasks for the next day and recap the ones that you had for today and see what you accomplished. Yay for you. What did you not accomplish? Don't beat yourself up figure out why and what can you do in order to accomplish them tomorrow right so nighttime routines are just as important or in my mind probably more important than morning routines so give it a try tell me what you think tell me uh what are some of the things that you're doing uh direct message me um again you can do it on all of our social media platform silver underscore uh savage 45 masada tactical or get elevated coaching uh, message me, let me know, and I will be more than happy to share your comments on our social media and future podcasts. Until next time, stay savage.